This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk. With Omar Saleh and Hani Balkis on Pulse 95. Good afternoon. It's August 9th, Sunday afternoon. I'm feeling great right here at the Pulse 95 studios. I hope you're feeling well and happy as as, as am I. And it's me, Hani Balkis with Omar Saleh bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the technological world. And we're going to be talking about Twitter and how it accidentally tells all iOS users that they can actually limit replies to their tweets. Yes, indeed. Twitter is definitely making big moves when it comes to innovations and ways for us to actually preserve our privacy. But coming up on Future Talk as well, we're going to be telling you all about people working from home. Not for now, not for the upcoming months, but up until July 2021 because Facebook is following the trend of many other tech giants and allowing their employees to work from home until July of 2021. Yes, we've seen a lot of tech giants follow suit to this decision. And uh, I mean, Facebook employees, you're in for a big surprise. And we're also going to be talking about Android's new nearby share file sharing feature that is finally launching. I'm so excited for this one because all Android users can finally use under- like AirDrop. Yeah, they'll finally understand what the whole hype uh, over Air- AirDrop is. But coming up on Future Talk, we're going to be telling you all about a very new way of connecting with your loved ones, especially if you're tired of Zoom calls, because there is a company in the tech world that is offering at-home hologram machines. So you can quite literally see the person that you're talking mm-hmm. to as if they are right in front of you. The future is near and the future looks exciting. And we're also also going to be talking about how new features will be added to Zoom video meets. Yes, indeed. Lots and lots is in store right here on Future Talk. So make sure you keep tuning in to us. But keep Pulse95 locked because we're going to be telling you all about what is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. And today's daily digital news is all about social media giant. One of them being Facebook, because latest news are saying that Facebook is going to allow its employees to work from home up until July of 2021. And this is all because of the coronavirus outbreak. But listen to this. It's not just that they're allowing them to work from home, but they're also going to be giving all of their employees $1,000 for all of their home office needs. Now, uh, this is definitely not the first tech giant that is doing this, but instead there are a lot of tech technology firms uh, that have been taking similar steps recently, one of them being Google. They actually uh, are allowing their employees who don't need to be at the office to work from home until the end of June of 2021. And we've also seen Twitter propose a very similar option when it comes to remote working, but they're actually taking it one step further and allowing all of their employees to work from home indefinitely. Yes, indeed. Twitter's like, listen, <laughs> if you want to come, you can come. But if you don't want to come, you can work from home, which is a great initiative from Twitter, from Facebook, and from Google because some people just aren't comfortable to come to the workspace during this pandemic because, unfortunately, some people do get a little paranoid. I was paranoid in the beginning. Mean, does that mean we're going to have COVID up until July of 2021? I hope not. But, you know, it's always better to think about the worst-case scenario yeah. and always prepare yourself for the worst so when 
the worst doesn't happen and you get a little bit less of the of an impact you do feel a little bit I, better i think though they're starting or in general a lot of offices are starting to realize the benefits that come from working from home and mm-hmm. working remotely and they're starting to realize that a lot of employees are a lot more productive when they're at home mm-hmm. than whenever they're coming to the office from nine to five mm-hmm. getting a lot of lunch breaks and yeah. and just zoning out because you know they're stuck to a desk for six hours at a time yes uh, i'm near 100 correct but some people as well didn't like working from home True. they felt unproductive they felt that there was too many distractions but facebook did also say that the company will continue reopening those offices in a restricted capacity mm-hmm. where government guidance will permit and where virus, uh, virus mitigation has taken place for about two months now i personally speaking from experience i didn't like working from home as much i did i feel agree a little bit unmotivated but uh, thankfully we're back in the, we're back in the studios it's great but i want to ask you guys 4215 do what did you like working from home did you like uh, or do you like going to your workplace do you feel more productive at your workplace because uh, when it comes to working from home a lot of people mm. like to work from home because you didn't have to wake up super early and get in your car and do your daily ritual and drive that that long drive they didn't and have to spend hours spend and hours, hours in commute and, yeah. and th- thus giving them more time to sleep and we know when you sleep more you're more productive but the company which is facebook did add that it was unlikely many locations will reopen in the u.s and latin america before the end of the year because there is a high number of mm. covid 19 cases in the us and latin america absolutely and whenever we're talking about you know working remotely especially with these tech giants we have to remember that their their offices are also very comfortable so whenever we're talking about facebook uh, a lot of people actually go to tour the workplaces so it's definitely going to be interesting yes. to see whether or not these employees are actually saddened by the news because they do love their workplaces mm-hmm. i mean for us whenever we came back to the pulse 95 studios it was by far the best day of mm-hmm. the year <laughs> It, it, it was different. It's a different feeling. Now, uh, for those who don't know, Google, Twitter, and Facebook, like Omni was talking about, the workplaces now. It's they, a lot more flexible. It's, it's, it's more flexible. Their workspaces, and they have a lot of activities because they have they, nap pods, snapping. They, they pods. want to boost creativity, and how to boost creativity? Thus, you give them uh, supplies and resources to kind of be a little bit flexible. Don't feel like you're in that working environment, mm. but still, you are doing work. And speaking about tech giants, let's go all the way to Twitter and talk about how they accidentally told all iOS users that they can limit replies to their tweet. Now, Twitter did accidentally uh, uh, make, make an update on the Apple Store and say that it would let all users limit who can reply to their tweets. Now, this is not the first time we've seen this mm-hmm. when it comes to social media. But they jumped the gun, though. They, they did jump the gun. It was an accident. But, Omni, I don't know if you know this, if you've mm-hmm. seen a little bit of, of verified accounts on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram has a feature where only verified people can comment on mm-hmm. a verified person's post. So if you're only verified, you can reply to, uh, you can comment on a post on Instagram. And Twitter, I believe they're trying to make the, or implement the same thing, but they're a little bit too excited. Now, Twitter has been experimenting with this feature since May of this year. And it did push an update on the iPhone version of its mobile app, suggesting the feature would be more widely rolling out. But with Twitter only, it seems like they experiment too much and don't implement True. a lot. Because if you remember the, that voice note feature, the voice tweets, I still haven't had that feature yet. And it's oh, been a couple of months. We still, I still and a lot of people don't, don't have it yet. Absolutely, and this is very similar to what's happening right now because back in May they were actually testing a new way uh, to have people chat with exactly who they want, so people can actually create and consume more meaningful mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. 
But this feature is not yet fully released, and they definitely did jump the gun with this one. Um, a Twitter spokesperson said that the misconception was actually caused by accidentally pushing out release notes. So that's basically the ability to limit replies on tweets currently not being available to everyone mm-hmm. and it's not clear yet whether the feature has been expanded in any meaningful fashion within the last update but twitter appears to still be testing mm-hmm. reply limiting before making the feature available mm-hmm. to more users now if people do have access to it then they can use the feature by simply tapping the box mm-hmm. above the keyboard whenever they're going ahead and sending out a tweet now the feature is actually or the title of the feature is everyone can reply after clicking on that you can go ahead and choose between three different options either having everyone be able to reply to your tweet only people who follow you can reply or the third option is having only people that you mention being allowed to reply to that tweet now omni i've seen this feature actually implemented a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. with the only people you mentioned yeah and uh actually i saw that, that it, it was working great no one could reply to that tweet and that tweet unless was you actually, mentioned them unless the you mention a person now that was a great feature why because we know a lot of government entities use twitter a lot of people who have whose opinion matters news and, outlets news, news outlets true so so unfortunately on the internet you're going to meet a lot of trolls a lot of people who try to make fun and ease mm. or or just joke around because they think they're funny or cute but with this feature it can just be shown that listen this is the tweet that they want to put true. out you're limiting the conversation you're limiting the conversation yeah. so if i say for example uh, on twitter if someone says let's say someone in uh, a, a big name says hey everyone should wear masks and this is why and this is why and they put that you can only reply if you're mentioned this lowers the controversial debate on mm-hmm. whether or not masks because that's happening a lot in the u.s a lot of people in the u.s make it as a political debate when it's not so having this feature on twitter as twitter as we know omnia the biggest people in the world the most important people in the world use this to to, to, to express their thoughts to express their feelings and bring out information that is that the public needs to know about true i definitely agree with you on that one and the only thing though that concerns me is you can't really set it as a default option yeah. so if you chose this option for this specific tweet you'll have to specify that option with every tweet mm. uh, that you send out but as you as you mentioned it's definitely a great way for mm. people to cut down on unnecessary comments especially exactly. out of trolls it limits a lot of the cyber bullying. attacks and cyber bullying that happens online and also to make sure that especially when we're talking about officials and news outlets whatever news is being broadcasted on their twitter accounts are just to be read not to be argued with not to create exactly. controversial conversations it's over like this is a statement this is what i have to say mm-hmm. whether you like it or not i don't want to get into a debate with you True. so having this feature very important especially for the normal people just like you and i omnia maybe i want to tweet something i want to tweet it because omnia cyberbullying is a big thing True. And, and and a lot of people kind of uh, sweep it under the rug uh, sweep it under the, the rug but it's a big thing i've seen a lot of people post their pictures and get made fun of just because of the way they look what they wear what car they drive and we've seen it here especially uh recently with all that's happening in the world we've seen a lot of even celebrities being targeted on social media platforms because of certain tweets that they've posted they were getting replies and getting a lot of hate and that has definitely pushed them into a lot of mental issues Mm -hmm. unfortunately social media has given us a big platform to ridicule and, and 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 comment on things that we wouldn't comment in real life now 
it's it's very important that social media has made the world a lot smaller mm-hmm. and i can only i can a lot more connected a lot more but, connected yeah. i can now probably talk to someone in indonesia right but at the same time i could use that in a negative way and kind of say bad things and and, and give unnecessary comments to someone who who doesn't deserve it and a lot of 100%. people don't deserve it so uh great hats off to twitter and uh hopefully we'll see it hopefully being rolled we'll see out it implemented soon. i'll probably use that that feature 100 let us know what you think of this feature text in at 4215 or slide into our dms at pulse 95 radio coming up we're going to be uh, discussing a lot more on future talk in terms of speaking to people without necessarily using video chat platforms but using holograms what's but that it's all as about? if you're there as if they're literally there in front of you star wars and star trek <laughs> are coming to real life so stay tuned right here on pulse 95 you're listening to pulse 95 check this out check this out pulse 95 i'm sure many of us tend to call our family and loved ones on the video chat platforms that are available right here in the uae but we wish we could communicate with them without using screens we wish we could see them right in front of our eyes get to hug them get to hold them and while that may be a little bit far from reality for what tech can offer nowadays we are getting a lot closer to having 3d images and videos of our loved ones because let's move away from zoom calls this has definitely become now a thing of the past with this new technology that we're going to be telling you about because a los angeles company has created phone booth-sized machines that can beam live holograms into your living room. Yes, I mean, our phone booths are back, and we haven't seen phone booths make a comeback in the last, what, 20, 20, 15 years? I can't years. remember the last time anyone years. used the phone booth. I've seen I've seen them actually being removed from the streets, but coming back to this, Omnia, a lot of people are tired of Zoom calls. They want to be I'm physically tired of them. They want to physically be there. <laughs> they want to see they don't they just don't want to see the face, Omnia. True. They want to see that whole body and just like you said this Los Angeles company has found a new way to communicate during the pandemic. Now, these machines actually, Omnia, can also be equipped with technology to enable interaction with recorded holograms of historical figures or even relatives who have passed away. So you're not even going uh, with someone from the present, you're going to a past, to the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, each portal device is seven feet tall or even five feet, uh, 1.5 meters wide and two feet deep and can be plugged into a standard wall outlet. So you don't need some big tech I, you, you don't need a cup of water, just a wire, a simple wire to be plugged into a wall that's going to get all the electricity and all that power coming up. And then voila, you're there. You have a live, a life-sized hologram of your loved one right in front of you. So anyone with a camera and a white background can actually send a hologram to the machine, which the founder of this machine actually calls holoportation. So he, the founder actually said that you can't be there, but you can beam there, which is definitely quite interesting since uh, even though people can't physically be with their loved ones, they can go ahead and have see them as if they were with them quite mm-hmm. physically, which we are getting this option now with video chat platforms, but this is definitely going to give you a much more real feel to it. Uh, they are also saying the founder of the company actually said that they're allowing this or this machine is actually allowing a lot of families to connect with with their loved ones, those who they haven't seen for months at mm-hmm. a time, which is definitely a reality that we are currently living in during the coronavirus pandemic. Yes, but I mean, it could be a little bit pricey because the machine does start at 60,000 
U.S. dollars. Oh, yes, wow. you've heard it correctly, ladies and gentlemen. 60,000 U.S. dollars. So basically, the cost of a brand new Mercedes-Benz. But it's definitely going to be dropping. The price will be dropping over the next three to five years as the company starts selling its software and its hardware to different people around the world. Mm-hmm. Now, the company is also planning uh, on creating a smaller tabletop device with a lower price tag so that a lot of people can go ahead and purchase it and have it become a part of their homes. Now, these devices are also based on artificial intelligence mm-hmm. technology. So they're producing hologram recordings that can actually be archived. So that's definitely interesting because, as you mentioned, people can then talk to their loved ones even if they're not available at the moment. So you can have just like you would record voicemail. Your loved ones can go ahead and record a message to you and you'll actually see the hologram of your loved ones telling you that message. The company is also uh, planning to use this in museums, which is quite interesting to see because visitors can go ahead and talk to historical figures. And we've seen this actually right here in the UAE. I don't know if you've uh, seen it, Hani, but this weekend, Um Kulthum was actually performing in a concert. Wow. And Um Kulthum, I mean, may her soul rest in peace. She has passed away years and years ago, but people are getting to witness her perform and sing the songs that they've always uh, heard and they've always recited alongside with her. But they're actually getting to experience her singing right in front of them, also using holograms. Yes, Omni, and we're and it, talking about that and virtual concert, not virtual, kind of like a hologram con- concert. Yeah. Uh, back in 2014, Coachella, you had Tupac Shakur, who passed oh, away wow. in 1996, perform a concert in 2014, and uh, actually a couple of a couple of rappers and artists came on and actually performed with Tupac. This was back six years ago, so I do believe that the technology has been uh, has been uh, updated and been more uh, interactive. So I'm really excited, and hopefully in three to five years, the price will drop because when you're having a device like this, you can actually read the body language, feel their presence, and see all their non-verbal cues. And it's, I think I think it, that's my favorite part of this hologram, like getting a real feel of the human yeah. you're talking to rather than just seeing them behind a screen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels like you've actually talked to that individual. Now, most of the time, Omni, when you're having these these conversations with people, even Zoom with loved calls, ones, yeah. you're not hugging them, so you're no. not you're not touching them as much, probably for the first five minutes or ten minutes when you see them, but then it's kind of like an, uh, just a verbal interaction. So it's basically the same thing, but you're not being able to hug them. But the thing is, what if the internet quality is bad? Oh, this is well, a be like, you'll see you'll see their like faces cut 64, off. 64 bit glitching out. Uh, that'd be funny <laughs> to see. I definitely agree with you, but I feel like uh, especially for those who are not getting to spend much time with their loved ones, and you know, a lot of conversations now are restricted to Zoom calls simply because travel is definitely still a little icky for some people. Some borders are still closed. So let us know who would you talk to if you could have. And would you spa- spa- uh, spend sixty thousand dollars? On, on a device like this. <laughs> let's let's think a little bit of, of if in a world, in a perfect world, we had the, those at-home hologram machines, who would you talk to and what would you tell them? Send in your thoughts at 4215, do it to or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio because who knows, holograms, machines may be a lot closer mm-hmm. than we think they are. Coming up on Future Talk, we're going to be telling you all about Android's new airdrop. <laughs> yes, the nearby share. Yes, indeed. If you have an Android, you're definitely going to want to tune into this. So keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse95. Pulse95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse95.
what's worth a click and download or a tap and share because we're talking about Android's nearby share file sharing feature that is finally launching. Now this comes in implementation of Android wanting to have its own ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Now before I get into Android, I'm going to basically say what is nearby share now. For those who don't know, it's basically like AirDrop for iPhones. For iPhones, but you know, now it will be implemented on Android. You know what's crazy? It only took Google nine years. Only nine to catch up to AirDrop. <laughs> only nine years, and now it will be finally slightly easier to share files, images, links, and other content between Android devices. Now, Google is launching a new Android feature called Nearby Share that does enable direct sharing between any device running Android 6 and up. But Nearby Share is already available on some Pixel and Samsung phones. And Google does say it will arrive on other devices over the next few weeks. Yes, indeed. Now, Nearby Share works very much like Apple's AirDrop feature for the iPhone. And for anyone who knows me, I am the biggest fan of AirDrop. Whatever you tell me you want to send, if we're sitting right in front of each other, it's easier to just mm -hmm. airdrop it. Why would you send it by Bluetooth? Why would you send... I mean, Bluetooth has long been done. Why would you send it through WhatsApp or WeTransfer when you can use airdrop? And, and it's quicker, Omnia, especially... And, and, and it preserves quality. Uh, 100%. I was just about to talk, to, uh, talk about that. Unfortunately, when you send something via WhatsApp, text message, or whatever, whatever it is, it's going to become compressed. You're not going to get that full quality. But when you're sending it via airdrop, you're getting the crispy, clean pristine quality of that picture or video or whatever you're sending you're gonna get that top quality now and the, the best part about it honestly is the fact that especially if you have different apple devices you're interacting with yes. your your iphone interacts with your macbook through airdrop you mm -hmm. interact with your imac through airdrop but mm -hmm. just like we are enjoying this feature on iphone you can do the same with your yes. android now because all you need to do is simply select the nearby share button on the share menu and then you just have to wait for a nearby phone to appear once you do that whatever thing that you want to share is sent directly over your transfer method of choice to the other phone now just like airdrop you can even set your preferred visibility for nearby share to different levels of contact so you can choose that you are appearing or you have everyone appearing to you you can choose that only a few phones are appearing or you can even choose to stay hidden if you don't want to keep getting airdrop or nearby share request now google says it's even possible to send and receive files anonymously now this definitely brings a lot of questions to whether or not this is going to breach our privacy yes i don't think i don't think it's going to breach our privacy i mean if you can send stuff anonymously though uh, yeah but you have to accept it true you but have what to accept it, it. Mm. i mean i i've been i've been at a couple of starbucks's and i've and i've got that airdrops they've i accept some of them mm. and they look funny <laughs> i see a picture someone send a meme Someone yeah. said no. It's, it's been very widespread it's, that strangers would be sending stuff it's, on AirDrop. It's, 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 it's kind of actually always been around them. I don't know mm. if, if if you caught up with that Bluetooth Nokia era where we would say, where, where people would say, like, I remember back in the bus days, Omnia, like I'd send a, oh a, a picture. Or I, a, I remember a, that. And, and, you know, texting, uh, we wouldn't text, we would write, we would put words or, or we'd write anything on a picture, a black picture, and send it to each other via bluetooth that was back in what 2007 2008 but what what i feel like google's main uh main goal here yeah. is to to update their ecosystem to have their own type of ecosystem because we know google does have something called the chrome book just like apple has that macbook and you can transfer files no matter where you are with your android with your apple devices and now i could be on my phone right now i like a picture i'll send it to my to my to my macbook and my i can send a macbook back 
to my phone. True. So having this ecosystem on the app, it does make you invested into Apple. Now, as a person myself, I can't go to Android right now because I'm so invested into Apple's ecosystem. I have everything that I need on my laptop, on my div- on my my uh, my phone, and even you can go as extent to your iPad. Absolutely, but now people who own Android devices can do the yes. same because the nearby share is also uh, operating between Android phones and Chromebooks. So the same way our iMacs, MacBooks, and iPhones communicate with one another in the coming months, you'll be able to do that with your Android and Chromebooks uh, Chromebooks devices. However. The catch is here because you actually can't share with iOS devices or MacBooks or window machines. So you can't use a nearby share on Apple devices, which is fair enough because you can't use AirDrop with Android devices either. Now, a lot of people have been asking if uh, this support is going to be coming up from Google. But Google, a a spokesperson from Google actually said that they are trying to expand the feature to additional platforms in the future so there is still some hope but as of now this is not an option yet but it's actually quite disappointing that it took them nine years for them to bring the nearby share feature to google i mean why wait so long apple wins again <laughs> apple wins again i mean to be fair in all honesty i believe that apple and android they take from each other and they kind of uh, see where they can uh, perform best and they take that and kind of implement it on their own devices. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen Apple kind of uh, steal a little bit of ideas from Android and vice versa. But I'm excited for I mean, Android I'm does so need excited. that feature. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'll become an Android user one day. I mean, but if you're an Android user, 4215, let us know. Are you excited about nearby share? Are you finally be- being able to transfer files, pictures, or whatever between you and your friends? 4215, and if you cannot text us in for any reason possible, at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram. I definitely agree with you on the fact that this may just cause a lot of people to change to Android because I, for one, never even considered changing to Android because I knew I was going to miss out on the AirDrop feature. Mm -hmm. And it is one of the best features that Apple has to offer for everyone. And Omnia, it will make customers more dedicated to their platform. True, and they'll they'll invest more in the whole ecosystem. Because Omnia, one of the main things that that kind of uh, pushed me to get a MacBook was that, hey, I have my Apple Watch, my phone, and everything connected to my MacBook, and all my credentials are right here. I can pay using Apple Pay on my MacBook. I can do a lot of things. That's a different discussion. (laughs) But I'm really happy for Android. I love Google as a company. They do great things in the tech world, whether it's for Android or it's for or philanthropy, whatever it is, they, they're doing great. So hats off to Google, even though it took you nine years. <laughs> Absolutely. Let us know if you're excited for this feature as well. But coming up on Future Talk, we're going to be telling you about the newest features that have been added to Zoom video meets. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're, you're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? In the age of coronavirus, will you Zoom with me has become the new form of saying, let's hang out or will you go out with me today? Because Zoom has definitely become one of the most popular ways of connecting with our friends, family and loved ones uh, while still maintaining social distancing. And especially if those loved ones are far away from us living in different countries. But Zoom is definitely looking to spice things up because recently they have launched new features one of them being filters, different lighting options, different reactions, 
noise cancellation, which is definitely going to come in handy for all those parents, and more control on presentations. Mm-hmm. Now, users will actually have an option to put on a mustache or even <laughs> grow unicorn horns or even wear a pirate eye, eye eye captain, to look funny and share lighter moments with colleagues during the video call. This is going to be perfect for kids, especially those who haven't seen their friends in a long time. And only actually one can also set color filters to turn their video into a black and white photo or even apply other colors to fill their screen. Zoom actually has also enhanced a few other features on its app, which will now allow users to adjust the lighting on their screen and enable skin smoothing. Now, this is my favorite. This, this is <laughs> this is great because a lot of people don't look like the way they look on webcam on camera, and they kind of feel demotivated to go on Zoom and do that video call. And this is just another reason for all those ladies out there to even avoid using makeup altogether because we all know that, especially during quarantine, a lot of influencers were actually setting out like beauty routines for Zoom calls, which don't require you to add as much makeup because webcams don't have the best quality, which also means your imperfections will be filtered out. But Zoom is now offering a simpler way for everyone to go ahead and do that with their skin smoothing filters. But Mm -hmm. they're also going to be adding enhanced noise suppression. So if you're a working mother who's on a Zoom call with a colleague, your kids don't need to be heard on that call. And now Zoom is helping you do just that because... Mm -hmm. Their new feature will be eliminating disturbances like barking dogs, any whirring fans that are out in the background, any air conditioning noise, and any kids playing in the background. All you'll have to do is change your audio preferences from low to high noise suppression to give yourself and your loved ones and colleagues distraction-free mm. audio. Now, it is very important because I've actually suffered from this, not be having the call, uh, mm. but my, the person that I was being on Zoom with uh, had so much noise noise in the background. So uh, the, he, he would be talking to us and he had a good microphone and everything. Mm. But, the, but AC? the AC was hitting. Mm. So it was like, hell yeah, hell yeah. And you'd hear like wind going on. I'm like, brother. Watch out. I can't I can't I can't understand you fully. And with that noise suppression coming in, it does only pick up your voice and it tries to muffle out any unnecessary noise in the background. True. And I mean it, this feature actually will be uh, accessible on Zoom 5.2 and I'm really excited for this only because during the COVID-19 pandemic, we have all I don't believe that there hasn't been a single soul on this planet that <laughs> hasn't, hasn't used, used Zoom. Zoom yet. And we've, the numbers don't lie. Since the beginning of this year all the way till now, the numbers have been skyrocketing. Zoom's stock has been skyrocketing and they're doing great things. Zoom is, Zoom is now dominating the video platform or the platforming platform in general. And, the, and, and, and it's good that they're coming up and saying, listen, this is not only for business. This is for people who just like you and I, Omnia, can talk to family around the world and we can have a little bit of fun doing it. And I'm do you Omni, do you know the Brady Bunch? No. Okay, this was a, a sitcom back in the 70s. Mm. It's called The Brady Brunch. And I'm looking, you can have that filter as well. No way. Yeah, I'm looking at it. If you can see that blue filter. Oh, I see it. That yeah. is so, and there's actually even filters with for graduates if you want to celebrate with family members and loved ones. But, you know, one feature that I've loved that Zoom is also launching is called the reactions button. So just like you would have on Facebook, you, you're not an avid user of Facebook, but for those who do use Facebook, uh, you have reaction buttons, so you can either love something, clap for someone, um, create a sad yes. face, happy face, whatever. But now you can actually do that with Zoom as well. So it'll help you express how you're feeling in the moment. And especially for people who actually 
let's say, plan to do Zoom weddings or Zoom celebrations. You've witnessed a Zoom wedding. Yeah, we have. Yes. All the Pulse95 uh, members have witnessed Gabby Maluni's uh, wedding. And I wish we had the reactions button because then mm. Gabby would have been able to see all the love that we had to give on that Zoom call. But let us know. Have you used Zoom? Who have you connected with? Have you attended with? a Zoom wedding? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> 4215 or Zoom celebration in general. Yeah, I mean, they could do a lot of things. A lot of, a lot of uh, I u- saw it in my birthday on Zoom. Aisha Mazmi from Afternoon Karak celebrated her birthday on Zoom. Yeah, a lot of graduates actually graduated through Zoom. 4215 But if you can't message us on 4215 Go to our Instagram at Pulse95Radio on Instagram and do message us. Let us know what you think. Yes, indeed. Future Talk is coming to an end. But thank you so much for lending us your ears for this hour. Um, Coming up on Pulse95 is the Dream Team. Aisha Al-Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah will be giving you the latest on what is happening in the entertainment industry. What shows should you watch? What movies will keep you... uh, absorbed to your TV. This is what they're going to be telling you about in just a few moments. So if you're going to, if you miss us, you can always tune in back to us on Pulse95 from 2 to 3 p.m. SBA app, Pulse95radio.com. SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever platform you use, you name it. Pulse95 (laughs) is right there. We'll see you tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, 2 to 3 p.m. right here only on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.